you someone who's forever curious about personal development and always looking to listen, read, learn and seek out what might work for you, life is one long windy road that we know takes teamwork. It can be tough to navigate alone, even when you're pretty good at self-coaching. So we're here to discuss all things coaching and self-development in the hope that we get to be part of your team, supporting you to enjoy your journey. In this episode, Alex and Jen discuss the difference between change and transformation. What is change? What is transformation? How do you know when which one is needed and when? Jen gives an insight into a point in her life when she knew transformation had taken place, and Alex offers a very useful and rather amusing caterpillar analogy. As ever, let us know if you have any questions or queries or would like to get involved in the conversation. Jen and Alex are here to help. Welcome to Coffee and Coaching. Other hot drinks are available. So grab one, sit back and listen. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <clears throat> Excellent. Feels like it's been a while since we did this. Well, it has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? A few weeks. Yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Let's kick off. Episode 10. Welcome, everyone, to Coffee and Coaching. Uh, with myself, Alex Manos, and my co-host, Jen Nichols. We're back. Um, the last couple of sessions we had were myself coaching Jen and Jen coaching me. So if you listen to those, I hope you found them useful. Today, we're going to go back to the just talking about a topic. And we have uh, we've come up with a topic today which is probably going to go off in a couple of avenues which we think will happen anyway and it's we're going to talk about um we're going to talk about the transformation and change and the difference between the two and how coaching can impact both so hi jen everything all right mm-hmm. good got you got your coffee uh peppermint tea today i actually haven't got hard drink today um i'm slightly annoyed because the tea bag ripped oh no that's that is, <laughs> that is challenging to get through um cool where should we start with this shall we start with defining yeah definitions so change make something mm. different when you yeah when you when you look at the dictionary make something different alter replace sort of swap things over and then transform is kind of it's almost like it's one step up from that it's a market change mm. a market change okay. yeah when you look on the dictionary so a marked change so it's a transform transformation um i mean i've got my own versions go on then let's hear them well i think give some examples so change i was thinking about it so i you know i can change my behavior to respond to somebody i might go from being calm to angry when somebody yells at me but actually if i've been through some kind of transformation i can not respond with anger because you know i've done something kind of internally to make sure that i don't just change in those moments it's not just a I suppose you can look at it from a kind of um, almost like a kind of physics type 
angle, but kind of sciencey angle where, you know, physical change and, and chemical change. And that, that's what I think the difference is between change and transformation. So that, that physical change, yeah, I can physically change my behavior. I can physically change the way I respond to somebody, you know, as an example. Um, but that chemical change, that that transformation that happens internally so that I've got more control and I understand how not to change, you know, do you know what I mean? Like that kind of, mm. um, and it goes a bit, the, the transformation goes deeper um, than, than change. If transformation goes deeper than change and changes, as you said, potentially about behavior, what's the deeper layer beyond behavior? Um, the understanding, I think, understanding where it comes from, understanding why it happens, understanding your control around it. Um, I think it's that, isn't it? Just just the, the knowing. Okay. Um, how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of agree, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna unpack it a little bit more mm, because good. I'm just thinking, right. You mentioned the example of sort of being calm or angry versus you know if if a same situation occurs you may have been angry at one stage or responded a different way and then you have um adopted a, a change in your behavior in terms of how you respond to that now but, but that's the transformation that's what i'm saying that's the difference is that the transformation would mean that i that i respond differently if you know my, my change is different because i've transformed Okay, gotcha. Right, I wasn't sure whether that was yeah, clear yeah. in terms of the the, 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 the listeners mm -hmm. catching that because that's what I was going to say is can you have that change? Well, I think you can have that change if it's at a very conscious level. If you literally go, I have to respond to this differently now, mm. then maybe it's less ingrained within you. So perhaps the transformation hasn't happened to a certain extent to make that automatic. Yeah. So you know you have to do something different if something comes up but you literally have to think about it and it's almost kind of a bit of a level of learning right until something becomes mm. unconscious competence um well, i think well so so changes changes a response to external stuff isn't it so you modify your you know your day-to-day -day actions whether that's behavior or whatever to a you know to, to change to manipulate yourself to something different but transformation is about modifying we talk about that deeper. It's it, modifying your core beliefs and those long-term behaviors in some kind of profound way in order to achieve a different result. Yeah. Yeah. I would view it pretty similarly, actually, and I would view it as, you know, we can change... We can change where we live. We can change who we date. We can change... Theoretically, what football team you support, you can change what job you have, you can change the pillow that you sleep on, you can change all of these things, which may well give you a slightly different experience of life. Okay. Mm. If you're still asking the same questions of yourself, if you're still challenged with the same problems, if you're still in the same place in terms of growth of where you are as a person and i would say how you have advanced 
or not advanced in what I would call the hard skills of life. So not the, you know, the communication, the maintaining better relationships, uh, the listening, the non-reactiveness, all those kind of things. If that hasn't changed with all the, the changes that you've made, then there's no transformation that's actually happened to you as a being. Which, you yeah, just, which puts I, it in that change is short-term and therefore transformation is, is long-term, it, isn't it? It's a that fundamental, yeah. permanent. And I think we're... So if we, if we bring this back to coaching, which will be useful to dissect how you know, we both coach or what experiences of coaching and where we can impact people, is people do often need both. Some people need one, some people need the other at any given time. And you have to understand how that person is operating right now. So if you look at it from a sort of behavioral point of view, like what really, what do we need to just actually act on really quickly that's easy to do? Habits, bad habits, whether that's health, whether that's financial, whether that's, um, a, you know, a relationship, whether that's a sleeping habit, all those kind of things that are really feeding into this person's state of being as they are, poor energy, poor motivation, lack of clarity, all those kind of stuff. So tangible, short-term, process-driven goals, performance-driven um, outcomes that can have a very kind of quick effect on perhaps how they're feeling right now. Okay, and you don't really dive into the, the depths of kind of where that's coming from, okay? And I've certainly found people in that moment that are just not in a good space in terms of their, um, the changes that they've made over the last couple of years, which have led them to then potentially seek a coach out. So they're stressed, they're overworking, they're getting ratty with their partner, they're not eating healthily, okay? And I think, personally, if you go in as a coach too deep at that level and look for transformation, it's too overwhelming. That person, to me, needs some structure, some habits, some boundaries, um, just some 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 logistical things to kind of tap into that that part of the brain where it's kind of rational logistics and not not too much focused about how you're going to work it out and where it's coming from, which does contradict a little bit in terms of you know we've hopped on about the why behind stuff and of course that's really important but given where that person's at to suddenly start diving into well, where do you think all these bad habits are coming from? And what do you, it's almost a little bit too much. They're already overwhelmed and you're going in with something deep. It's like, it's probably not going to land very well. It has to be led by the client full stop, which, you know, like you yeah. said, it's got to be driven by whether they want to go there or not. And that's because that's the, the sort of um, risky bit, isn't it? The crossover between sort of counseling and therapy and coaching and mm. that that's the fine line stuff, isn't it? Um, yeah what's what's your experience been um, either for yourself or with clients where you've had to maybe navigate this distinction between the two and how have you I guess how have you instinctively or less instinctively worked with clients to go right 
actually i think there's something beyond this you need to get a little mm. bit of transformation going on without you don't tell them that you don't say i think you need some no. transformation <laughs> um how how has your experience of that been um that it's a uh... That, that it's that it's like you say you start with the change stuff don't you that kind of just the better understanding of who you are right now the things you kind of want to improve work on change um and then it, it's it's as you start to delve into those things and that the client starts to pick the topic of you know the things they want to change and work on um and particularly when you focus in on one one area and it becomes quite quite niche in the conversation if you like that you know only takes one question doesn't it like Mm. You know, what does this mean to you or what's your definition of this and um for them to go oh actually do you know what we should probably go down this route I, c I can see now why that's the maybe the root cause of this habit or whatever it is um and and then the client leads the transformation they're actually do you know what i need to <laughs> you know i am where i am now and i've i've been stuck in the thinking of the past and i, know, I kind of know the improvements i could probably make but I've got this vision for the future now. And I, I know that, you know, through coaching, um, we can come up with some, this kind of solution, um, if you like, or, you know, possible things. And, and, and you can start to design and create that new you or, you know, it sounds quite mm. big, but mm -hmm. it's, it's that, isn't it? But it, I've never, ever, I've always asked permission. Um, you ask, and it can just be that one question. And then the client goes, Oh, actually do you know what and you know and you say okay well is this the way you want to go do you want to continue and sometimes i'll go actually no not right now Let, let's just get this action plan in place for this bit now and I'll, i might think about that and then come back to you fine mm -hmm. but it's always always client driven no matter what there's a couple of responses which and there's a, there's a couple of questions which can unlock that if if it's the right time and there's a, there's also a couple of responses which you get from clients um one of the questions which can help unlock that deeper level of transformation is what's this really about? And I know when I've been asked that question, it's almost like my coach, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, this and this, and I've put all these plans in action. I've got to do this and then, or I'm not doing something. And there's a couple of times when my coach said to me, Alex, what's this really about? You kind of go, oh, God, he's, he's, he's seen right through he's me. Right through my bullshit here, which is actually interesting because I, I, that leads me on to another. I'm going to come back to that, but a client of one, a client said to me once, and it was one of the best pieces of advice you could give me. She said, "Alex, please don't buy into my bullshit." Now we'd worked together for yeah. a long time, six, seven, or eight months, and I went, "Okay, Grant, you know, like she's given me permission." to kind of not and so we slow down and we go into stuff and actually the the sort of second half of the coaching relationship we had for a year was like way more uh, there was more emotions there was yeah. tears stuff that we hadn't really dealt with and almost was like a bit of a surprise uh, but it came after having built a lot of trust mm -hmm. so when you you know when you ask that kind of question or when a client says oh god that that feels really sticky. That feels like a real resistance point for me. There's something going on here, but I don't know what it is. That's when you know there's something shifting. You know, when they get either the the sort of feeling in their stomach, okay, when they kind of, oh, I don't want to, I'm not sure about this right now. It's easy as a coach 
to go, oh God, I've, I've put them on the hot seat for too long here. What, what have I done? What am I unlocking? God, I'm not a therapist and panic and kind of go, oh geez. But you just got to sit with it. Okay, because you can hold that space. Um, like you say, permission is needed, but I kind of feel like it's your duty as a coach, Jen, if you're in the if you're in the role of transform tra- transformation, to ask those penetrative questions mm-hmm. at some point at the right time, um, unless of course you've got a client that is just not you know they are literally do you know what every week two weeks I need a structure I need a goal I need a this yep. I need a this this model works well for me I just need some guidance and you go okay and that's okay but I think it will limit your output as a coach and there is a limit and a ceiling to what that person can then go on to achieve potentially potentially but yeah again it comes back to what they're looking for doesn't it and and where they want to make changes and what success looks like them to them you know to them and and that kind of stuff Mm. and i think one of the other key questions as well is um you know where does that where does that belief come from where you know where does that value uphold it's those kind of things that start to open up um i think it shines a light on the disconnect doesn't it those kind of things and then and then it's like oh actually do you know what probably really do need to transform (laughs) here as opposed to just make a few changes um because the same i mean you talk about you know habits and things like that they just I don't, I don't believe they do change without some kind of transformation in your you know belief system the way you talk to yourself the way you what you truly truly value in life um which obviously you know also changes over time doesn't it so i think transformation is ongoing so i mean it's a is that yeah. just, just, just another kind of metaphor for life? <laughs> How we transform as human beings? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. How would how would you <laughs> quantify transformation? For I mean, maybe put it in context for yourself. Yeah, good point. Good, good, good question. How would you quantify transformation for yourself? I thought you were going to ask change for clients. I was like, oh, it was a really simple no. tool you could do. So just did. How would I quantify transformation for myself? Um, hmm. Like you know, it's kind of that. Like, how do you know? How would you know you've transformed? Yeah. I. Yeah. So I'm just. I'm, ta- I'm taking a moment to. Yeah, no, it's a big one. But uh, you know, can you think of an example? You know, is there an example in your life where you think yeah. actually? Hmm. There is an example. I'll give you. I'll give you uh, an example. One is you. Okay, so one is a very, very visceral feeling, like things that would have triggered me in the past no longer trigger me, and to the point where, like, I, I, you know, you don't feel sick in the stomach when either you turn up to that place or somebody says something or mm. you make a mistake or you get a rejection or whatever it is it's almost like the shield has been built you know and this this concept of uh, detachment from anything that comes in your way that for me is a big indicator of transformation not from a blase kind of like oh, doesn't matter like oh it actually doesn't matter 
it's just stuff and it's not going to knock my internal sensations that I'm feeling at the mm-hmm. time. So one is there is actually a, a physical cue. Like I'm listening to my body and going, oh God, that didn't happen that time. I, mu- I must feel different. I must be but transformed. I'm going to interrupt because I'm, re- I'm intrigued as to whether that's a conscious um, understanding and that, like, you know, you've done the work to transform or is that just um, a kind of, I don't know, a depletion of memory or something over time? So is it is it time and just that other things have taken over in your life or is it that you have, have consciously transformed? A, a mixture of both, but I would say conscious transformation. Um, okay. Time, time, of course, does help. You know, you're not going to be, you know, trauma. Trauma will sort of leave your body naturally through time, but it's going to take a long time to leave that way without you doing the work. Mm. Again, you you speak to clients or patients in in, in my physio world, or you know, when they're going back to stuff or they're saying, you know, well, this happened or that happened, or I still get triggered by this, or you probably know that they haven't done the work to really get to grips with, you know, um, overcoming that. Mm. They haven't, whatever it is, they haven't let go of some resentment or some guilt or some shame, or they don't feel, you know, they haven't, they're not in touch with their anger or they haven't internalized what's going on rather than blaming everyone else. So, there is some conscious learning to be done with that, whether that's through a coach, through a therapist, through just self-reading, uh, self-help, through journaling, through whatever it could be to do. I've not just got to that place because of chance and because of luck and because, you know, years have evolved so those memories have gone. There's been very deliberate, at times, work, written work. Oh, God, I've got to sit down and kind of work out what I think about this person or what I think about this situation you know that that's necessary to do otherwise it all stays very heady mm. um did i give you an example i'm not sure if i did well did yeah in a kind of roundabout way i think it's you, you have to be very conscious of it though don't you they're very conscious processes to to want to transform aren't they so I, i've got no, i've got another big question for you um so how and maybe this is a kind of top tip for people as well. How do you how do you recognize how do people recognize and understand whether it's change or transform transformation that needs to occur? This is real life. My mm. buzzer is dying. I need another delivery. One second. <laughs> hang on, hang on, I'll be back in a second. Okay. Can't get much more live than that. Sorry about that. It's all right. Good job. We can edit these things. I should have should have come up with something, sung a song or something. Um, I'm gonna ask you to repeat the question, now, aren't I? Yeah, sorry. Um, well, how do people recognise or understand whether it's just you know kind of simple changes that need to occur or okay. kind of full on transformation? How would you know? As in, when work maybe like when working with somebody. Um, or just personally, you know, and you're like, oh, I need, you know, you sort of, oh, I need to change, but um, yeah, yeah. you know, you can you can stick sticking plaster things for so long, can't you, and change mm-hmm. a few things up. So you know, when you get to that point of actually, things really need to transform. It's kind of like I don't know. It's probably different for everybody. Maybe I've answered the question myself, but it's just how how do you recognize? Which one you need? Whether you need, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Um, perhaps it's around, you know, looking at what's missing in your life and, you know, where, you know, where are your current behaviors leading you away from? You know, what, what are you currently doing that's, that's leading to something not going as well as you want to in life? So I guess, you know, we use, we use a very simple tool. We use a, a wheel of life tool and that, you know, I use that at the start of relationship, uh, coaching relationship. I use it halfway through, sometimes at the end as well. Mm-hmm. So you can easily identify, you know, areas and things to work on. I guess if you do that again with somebody and it hasn't really shifted, you know, in three months or, or whatever, then you need to probably start the ask, asking the question of, okay, well, why is that not shifted? Is it a lack of action? You know, is it that they haven't had clarity in their overall vision and purpose for life? Or is it that they're stuck because they haven't done enough of the internal work, you know, that sort of icky stuff sometimes to then produce the change? Okay, so I'll give you a classic example. Let's say somebody comes and they're, you know, their section on their life where it's about money and finances is a bit low and they want to create more income, okay? So they have certain ideas of how they want to do that. And yet, three months, six months, nine months, that's still not really changed. So not for me, they're not even, maybe they haven't hit some financial goals, but they also, their relationship to it hasn't changed as well. So not only have they not looked, created a tangible outcome, but whatever it is around that section of their life, they haven't delved into deeper to go, what is it that's causing me to be stuck here? What's my relationship with money? Where did that come from? What are my limited beliefs about that? Yeah. What did my parents teach me about money? Who do I, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think when you see somebody that continually has the same habits, the same behaviors, the same stuff coming up, whether that's relationships, um, physical health, financial career, my indicate my, my my first thought is, have you really gone to town with this? Yeah. Have you really, you know, have you have you read some some books on it? Have you have you spoken to somebody openly around what's really triggering that resistance to change? Resistance to transformation. Resistance to transformation. So yeah. yeah, which is then not which is which hasn't impacted to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess. What, what, what about you? What, what about you? Where, where, where in your life have you noticed um, the biggest transformation, and kind of how did you get there? What? Oh. <laughs> I'm testing my editing skills this week. Come on, sit down. Where you know where in your life have you noticed you know the biggest transformation how did you get there did you did you know you were getting there um how did you know once you've got there what 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 were your giveaway signs for it mm, um i think biggest transformation was or has been recognizing that very often those that 
uh, it's the should stuff. So the you know the kind of the stuff you should be doing, um, and the disconnect between how you feel about all that kind of stuff and what you what you do, and and that like you say that icky feeling like oh this just doesn't sit right, it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, it takes time. It's taken me years. <laughs> it's taken. It will probably continue to take you know years for some stuff, but um, the yeah, I've got a very specific example of I was engaged in my early twenties and didn't invite some family members to the wedding, which caused a huge issue with at the time with my parents and stuff going how how can you not invite auntie such and such and whoever um they've been there for you your whole life and i was like well they don't, I, don't, I haven't seen these people for x number of years they're not part of my day-to-day life we want to keep it small you know there's all this kind of stuff and it was it was those moments then that made me go actually, i don't have to keep saying yes mm-hmm. i don't have to keep towing these odd lines of tradition which don't which don't sit right with me you know I actually I'd like to invite my friend that's been with me for the last 10 years and understands my relationship and you know sort of mutual friends rather than you know the extended family I've not seen for 10 years um so it, it was that that's been that was one of the big moments and then building on that I think there's there's sometimes a moment or something that happens and then you go actually I don't have to keep doing this you know, I can keep this transformation up and apply it to other areas of my life. Um, so, yeah, I think that's I, I think you start with the changes and maybe test the test the boundaries a little bit, don't you? And then it's like, mm. actually, no, I need to go a bit further with this. I need to. Mm. Um, and yeah, sure. Deal with the consequences. It caused lots of issues at the time. But, it, you know, I remember you know, sort of years later. I didn't marry this guy, by the way, but um, <laughs> years later, you know, m- my mom and so- other people sort of going out. Yeah, I get it now. I understand. Um, it's it's funny how other people then sort of see why you did what you did and yeah. um, have have maybe done, you know, taken your lead. Sometimes when you transform other people going, oh, don't have to do it that way. <laughs> There's another way yeah. I could be like that, too. <laughs> yeah and th- that ability to say no is like i mean that's so transformative that that's not I, it's not taken that, lightly that, you know those no, that stuff was that, pretty no, you know in that's change i think that's more you know the ability to say no and to hold your own and go it just doesn't align with what i want to do it's not going to impact yeah. my, my day for that i'm sorry it's good if you're in the if you're in the business of people pleasing for your whole life mm. you'll you'll that'll be tricky that'll be tricky to cause any in fact i'm going to put it out there you won't transform if you are in the business of people pleasing mm. i'll tell you what exactly you'll do is you'll change and you'll basically become that chameleon and you'll change every single time you're around a different group of people you don't want to upset that person you'll take on their values you'll do mm. this um, that's not transformative at all. Are people pleased for years? Or, you know, oh, or, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I did. I have, but it's yeah. not until it's not until that's that's one of the biggest transformations about your perception of self as well. I think mm. is when you realise you can you can do those things and you can say those things and not. I mean, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I did. It was horrible, upsetting my parents. Yeah, it was. You know, but it if it 
it felt right to me and so long as you can hold on to that um i think that that's the thing isn't it like you can't i can't isn't it funny how you said sorry Feel. Sorry, go on, go on. No, no, go on. Well, no, exactly that. It's like <laughs> you've upset your parents. It's like you haven't actually. You've just given something that you wanted to do. Okay. Um, now it's kind of different. Like if you say something really horrible to someone, right? You, yeah, okay, that might that may potentially upset them, and you've probably been a direct cause for that. But equally. You know, you'd argue that if you said that same thing to the same person five years down the line, they've done loads of work on themselves. They might laugh it off and go, oh, "All right, keep mm. keep going, whatever." So this notion that your actions, your beliefs, your values are going to upset somebody else—it's not always the case. It's just that they can't deal with the fact that somebody else has said no to something, which in their head and it probably actually won't, is going to change their experience of the wedding. So if we take your example, you said, okay, I don't want to invite X and Y. And their default is like, oh, my God, but if X and Y aren't there, it's going to mean this, this, and this. And then I'm going to have to deal with She's going to be calling me up. She's going to be upset. And I've got to deal with that. So all of a sudden, it becomes more about them rather yeah. than you. Yeah. Do you see yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's not that, that's what people do, don't they? Take it, yeah. take it, take it personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. But you can't you can't do anything about it. I think I think, yeah, that's one of been one of my biggest transformations over the years is that you just can't you can't just can't worry too much about I mean, you know, don't go out to cause harm. I'm not saying that, but and, and obviously be conscious of the consequences of what you, you say and do, but ultimately um, if it sits right with you and you've got you know your good reasons and it's it's like I say not coming from a place of you know kind of um purposeful harm to somebody then you mm. have you have to sit with with that gut feeling don't you to um, yeah 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 should we pause well I think that, like what do you what do you think people need to perform a transformation they need one of those what are those blessings called in america where somebody like puts their hand on their head and then they fall backwards and they go all crazy that's what they need is it <laughs> they need one of those miracles um no, a coach you're supposed to just say a coach <laughs> they need a coach they need to transform a coach and they yeah look look you need you do you do need a structure okay you do you need a plan you need a structure you need something to strive towards but you need something deeper than that in terms of investigative work for yourself to to find out some of those core um core resistance points you know the, the, like i said those core icky points so the way so it's important i think if you're if you're seeking a coach all right, to establish right at the start, like what is it? What is it you want? Okay, what what, what are you looking for? And that that's the responsibility of the coach, um, probably more so. Okay, to to eke out those questions and to to spend time collaborate uh, to spend time building a relationship even before you potentially start working with someone. Um, and that's one of the things that I I do. Okay, so I don't follow the model of 
invite one call, boom, are you in, are you out? I, I sometimes take four, five, six sessions, four, five hours, because I, I know the kind of work that I like to have had done. And I know the kind of work that it takes to create rapport and trust so that when it comes to six or seven months down the line, Jen, your clients got the confidence to say, listen, come on, don't, don't, don't mm, listen to my bullshit. Yeah. You're just not going to get that. Okay. If you, you know, look on someone online and say, oh, well, they've got good, you know, and you spend a 20 minute, you know, call and you're in and, I'm not saying you can't have it that way, but I think there's a level of coaching and input. If you want to create change, sorry, if you want to create transformation, transformation, yeah, definitely. That you've got to build that. You've got to build up that mm. that that trust right from the get go, like you would with any relationship. Um, and that's really helped me in actually, you know, sort of my new relationship now. I've got with, with you know a new partner, is that sort of slowing down. You know, slowing down discuss reevaluate every now and then checking in how are we doing everything like yeah mm. got it okay um so what do i think they need they need to really trust their coach um trust themselves that they'll be open enough to to, to trust the process and be in that be in that way of thinking it's a process you to, yeah you need to want than, it yeah rather than it's always outcome driven um, mm. and i know probably won't get a chance to, on this call because we're getting longer than we normally go for but trusting the process and the mastery of something over the performance of something now of course there are times and there's times when my clients say look actually do you know what can you help me work this out for the next two weeks and you go boom so you take off your kind of deep coaching hat off and you go what do you need do you need this this and this cool right, right let's do it done yeah. And now the times when they come to you go, oh, they're not really feeding. Okay. But um, at time, I think time is probably the most crucial thing that people need time and trust uh, in a relationship. Yeah. Because it takes, it bloody takes time. Yeah. And the, yeah, the patience to get through it. I think you've yeah. got to, I don't, I, I'm not of the view that I think you don't need, I don't think you need to know what, you know, that kind of, clear view of where you're heading for um i don't i don't mm. can you have a clear vision of how you would transform i'm not i'm not <laughs> sure no no I'm, I'm not sure you can i know they say like you know in order to get to sort of where you want to get to you need to be able to see it don't you but i'm not i'm not maybe the view becomes a bit clearer as you start to transform i'm not sure you know having personally gone through that that kind of those processes i don't think it is easy to see I, but I, I would trust that, you know, I trust that process implicit, implicitly. So I know that the, the, the vision will yeah. come. Um, but to be able to have the time and the patience and the kind of will to to keep going and, and keep trying and um, experimenting, I guess, as well. Sometimes sometimes we we'll go down avenues that are dead ends. Um, and other times <laughs> it's a path that just goes on and on and on and on. I'm so glad you said that because the very thing came up in um, in a conversation on a couple of days ago with my client in that just kind of struggling with the vision. It's like, I, I can't even see the vision. I was like, okay. So we, we've I've sort of created something for this person um, to kind of slow down and go back. And rather than kind of worry about which 
pictures to put on the vision board and how it might look. It's like it's too, it's just not, that's not really what's happening at the moment. So we've got to kind of go a little bit deeper and work out, well, not even what is your vision, what does it mean to have a vision? It's a very different question. Because some people just go, do you know what? I want to be here, I want to be here, I want to be here, I want to be here. And some people but don't want to know. People are like, oh, I don't really... Okay, well, why, why is it important for you to have... And it's that start with why concept, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, and trust in the process. Things bloody take time. They, they really do. And I mean, I'm one of those people that I don't, I don't need to see what the outcome's going to be. I don't need... You know, I'm quite happy to figure it out as I go uh, I'm not sure I'm the sort of person that's like yes this is my mood board of like ultimate okay. yeah. vision stuff I'm quite happy to piece it together as I go yeah. and and just because I think we change so much as well I think this transformation process is is full of change isn't it the stuff mm-hmm. life throws at us mm-hmm. you know whatever it whatever it is um I think it's kind of ultimately just getting to that place of contentment i don't know that kind of you know your your glorious yeah. self <laughs> yeah 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 exactly it's yeah but i know that you talk about like performance versus mastery um i'm much more bothered about mastering things as i go mm. now i think maybe that's an age thing as well actually i don't know um than working on Right, I need to hit this goal and this goal and this kind of yeah. performance-related um, achievements. I've definitely eased myself away from those now. Because who yeah. knows? Like, who knows what's going to happen? And I'm okay with not knowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, people are really different. You know, some people mm. like that metrics. They they want to you know they want to tap into their Excel spreadsheet. They want to look at how much they've done this, how much they've done that. It works yeah. in terms of the personality they're out, the way their brain functions. Others are a little bit, little bit more uh, sensory, kinesthetic. They're like, I just kind of know what I know. And you're like, okay, well, fine. If, you, if you've yeah. got the brain, yeah. get it. But I guess you've got to be conscious of... <laughs> my, my problem with that is at times just letting things be and being a bit fluffy and kind of be like, oh, well, you know, I'll just... it will come when it comes and the like to a certain extent but like you you've got to have some some kind of structure in it um but like i say you don't necessarily need to you don't necessarily need to know exactly where you want to go okay Mm. i think you have a at least some kind of path in the future for some people for some people yeah I read a thing the other day, which I thought was great. You know, we often talk about like competing with yourself to be like the better version of yourself the next mm. day and the next day. Mm. Um, but actually, what if you were in collaboration with yourself as opposed to competition? Oh, which I nice. thought was a really nice way to put it, actually. And and changes that, doesn't it? Just taking that competition, like life's to be completed, yeah. isn't it? Not competed, as they say. Um Ooh. And I read a thing about, I was just reading this thing here about caterpillars and transformation. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was quite, it's quite a nice one. So if the caterpillar never went through its transformation process, it would never achieve, achieve its greatest reward and become its most glorious self. But so it wouldn't also... It wouldn't what, sorry? Because it would just know that it's a caterpillar. 
you're going a bit you're going like totally deep here what <laughs> but if, a if a caterpillar doesn't transform into the butterfly yeah it, it doesn't know that it can become a butterfly no okay yeah so yeah so if the caterpillar knows about a transformation process then yeah would it still go through it yeah would you prefer to be it says it here actually would you prefer to stay crawling in the dirt subject to nature and predators <laughs> That's, that's a good that's a nice analogy for people poor caterpillars yeah <laughs> do you get but what i mean yeah, though? I mean, that... yeah yeah okay so that comes back to the vision thing as well then doesn't it so if you can i guess yeah so i guess if you can see if a caterpillar never saw another caterpillar might... turning into a butterfly he wouldn't know yeah. that he could, yeah yeah okay. yeah that's no that's some philosophizing there <laughs> but yeah i like that um, and that, that comes back to choice, doesn't it? Choosing whether to um, continue your life as you are right now. Yeah. And just, you know, the odd change here and there to sort of adapt and make your way through life or to, um, you know, put in some sort of substantial transformation things. Um, and maybe that's where we just had a little conversation before we jumped on, didn't we? And it's just um, you potentially join the dots. So... If you think about that concept of a caterpillar staying as a caterpillar because it hasn't seen what it can do and turn into a mm. butterfly, the very nature of going on social media and looking at what other people are doing is like, oh, I, I could be that. I could be that person. I could, they started well. So then you're in that, well, I'm not really happy at the moment being where I am. I'm not, I'm not mm. happy as a caterpillar. I want to be that butter, but I want to be that butterfly. So I need to do this stuff to get to that kind of butterfly. Mm. That's the danger with looking at people for uh, sort of emulation comparison, rather than inspiration. Yeah. So it's inspiration, yes. Comparison, no. to emulate them, no. Mm. Okay. And, um, you know, that's. Yeah. Which actually but comes my, back to that argument about vision, doesn't it? So you, it's, there needs to be some kind of hmm. some kind of vision, no matter how fuzzy yeah. it is, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. So we started about, what did we start talking about? We got on to caterpillars Change. and butterflies, which is yeah. quite nice, because that's exactly what a caterpillar is. It's a transformation, isn't it? It's the, I mean, yeah, that is. when I started Googling, I found, so this yeah. is on coachcampus.com, just to, to reference... Um, and it it do, yeah just goes through that whole the difference the changes change yeah. versus transformation sort of understanding the difference between the two and um, yeah. yeah I thought well, I'll see if I can find a nice analogy. <laughs> I actually do remember my coach at some point I could visualize my coach at some point putting his hands around his face and going Alex I think you're now kind of in the poking your head out phase of of <laughs> the yeah, cocoon. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I, I actually think I actually think. Uh, point i've asked a client where do you think you are right where do you think you are right now in terms of in fact i know exactly who it was yeah it was and it, they said it too. yeah it was the client that told me about the um the don't call me out on the bullshit and at some yeah. point i went hey where do you think you are do you think you're here do you think the caterpillars are? and towards the end of it she went do you know what i think i'm the butterfly now and so we didn't <laughs> wow. no because she said um you know we'd been working together for a year and she said look i i feel like i need to go for myself for a while i was like great but six months ago she was like no no you can't i'm still in caterpillar mode so you gotta you gotta stick with me for a while so i was like okay cool and it was great 
effect because you have that visualize visualization. I mean, that's, yeah, that's quite powerful. I've got you know visions in my head now. <laughs> yeah, where are you? Like, Christmas, you're in the soil. <laughs> oh, I can't get that out of my head now. There's oh. your next power question for you, Brian. <laughs> it's giving me an idea for content now. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Oh, brilliant. I think that's a great place to finish. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks, Jen. It's been really, really yeah, fun, actually. You. And we will we'll collaborate again next time. Uh, enjoy your... Can, uh, bank holiday and we haven't discussed that yet but if i don't speak to you enjoy the long weekend ahead next weekend yep. and chat soon all right happy coaching everybody thanks everyone take care bye thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media or you could leave a rating and a review to catch all the latest from alex and jen head over to instagram follow at alex manos coaching for alex and at the direction coach for jen thanks once again and we'll see you next time